0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle king deals zijn maar 1 euro. euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King.
1: It's the Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army Talking United podcast with you once more. Um, you just don't think these weeks can get any more exciting at Playmore, but they just do.
2: Exciting in a good way or exciting in a bad way? Just right?
1: exciting Richard, oh, okay. just, uh, just, there's, there's been a lot let's going leave it on, at that. Let's, yes. yeah. let's leave it at that. Uh, we're talking on Thursday afternoon, uh, there's no movement on the manager's position as yet David, but you've been out at the press conference again this morning. I
2: think Should we add the caveat that these things can happen all of a sudden, so by the time they you're can. listening to this,
1: there
2: may well have been movement. Something, something may have happened while
1: now. we're in here recording this. Yeah, exactly. And we've all gone for the biscuit tin, haven't we? We've all been comfort eating this morning. We have. So,
0: <laughs> what news? Over day. to you, Dave. At, at, at least <laughs> technically we're, we're paid to be here. What, <laughs> what about the fans out there who... Are, who are, yeah. I don't know about reaching for the biscuit tin. I, I know plenty that we have been reaching for far stronger Certainly stuff than that thing, yeah. Uh, yeah. over the recent weeks. Um, yeah, no, I don't think there's going to be an appointment before the weekend. That's the vibes I'm getting anyway. Robbie Herrera yeah. is carrying on in charge of the... as caretaker... And by the way, let's um, uh, uh, doff our caps to Robbie Herrera. He's he's in chapeau. He's he's inherited a, a very very difficult and tough situation, um, uh, effectively on his own. Uh, although he's got uh, Russell Cleave, the kit man and assistant physio, yeah. helping him on the training ground, and with Josh Gowling, in fairness to him, the captain, injured captain, uh, helping out in that respect. And it's a desperate situation. The team is in a horrendous run. Yeah. Six successive defeats, shipping goals all over the place. And, it, uh, and, and it's in, not a great time for Robbie Herrera, who's a Torquay through and through, uh, and born and bred here, uh, and would desperately love to see his hometown team yeah. doing better than this. So, but, it, uh,
1: An injury list, which we'll come to a little bit later on, that well, makes it look like an episode of Mash.
0: Yes, does it? it does. So, yeah. uh, um, not quite sure where... Uh, 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 Major Houlihan sets into that, but still, <laughs> there we go. Um, for those of
2: you so under forty, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So we still think that the the contenders for the manager well, post. Well, are- I think
0: uh, you know, sorry to interrupt, Guy, but I, I think we're down to. I think the original intention mm-hmm. was totally focused on getting an experienced manager in contacts. In other words, the type of manager United haven't had yeah. possibly since Martin Ling. Um. And that process has continued. Uh, And on the back page of the Herald Express this week, you know, we did our best to home in on four candidates that uh, um, uh, either fit the bill or we're reasonably sure are are our contenders. And they were Ronnie Moore, who certainly was uh, down here last weekend. been there, didn't, done it. Didn't somebody ask him if he fancied the job after the game <laughs> last weekend, and,
1: and he was non-committal. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but Paul Cox, obviously, um, has uh, uh, been linked with the, with the uh, a return to the club ever since he resigned quite abruptly at, at Barrow last week. Uh, there were reports of him um, turning up at uh, Woking on Monday where United lost 4-1, although I didn't see him. Uh, but then there were all sorts of reports uh, speculating that all sorts of people turned up there. One of the one of them reported that Ian Atkins, the former United manager, was there. Well, um, I've spoken to Ian this week, and he definitely wasn't. And yet, uh, I've spoken to several people who swore blind that he was. So yeah. we're in. This is the sort of silly season that that you're in. Um, uh, 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 Richard Money, who we'll come to in a, in a moment, uh, uh, and and Mickey Adams. Those are the four uh, yeah. uh, experienced names. Now. I'm not saying that we're the oracle in these situations, but you do your work as best you can, and, and we would come up with those four names. Now, uh, there's, there's a
1: mystery man, though, isn't there? Well, there's, there's, uh,
0: getting back yeah. to the point I was making, was that I think United were firmly set on that sort of road. Uh, but the impression I've got is that they may well have been approached by a younger man... Uh, With a bit of a name,
2: late into the party. Yes, a bit
0: later into the party. And in fairness to them, uh, you know, obviously they're 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 desperate to try and get this right. Um, uh, The three key men here are Jeff Harrop, uh, the general manager; Dave Hedges, the head of recruitment; uh, and Clark Osborne, obviously the owner and chairman, who um, you know, not unexpectedly, um, would quite like to be involved in this process, certainly in the final part of the process. Now, if a younger man who has a name uh, um, and if he does come from the Premier League or has had Premier League experience uh, brings a bit of that, then the club, I think, uh, have the option of of heading off in a sort of what you'd call a new direction uh, with a younger manager. Um, And I think uh, if they have had that sort of application, and I understand that they have, um, then uh, uh, they want to explore that uh, before they actually make their mind up, no, hold on a minute, which direction are yeah. we going in here? No, no I, know, sorry, I,
2: on, I know from a chat with a, a friend uh, yesterday that uh, he, he works with a couple of talk he fans, not one himself, an excellent fan, oddly. But um, in his office it was all this premiership player, that premiership player, the yeah. rumours have been flying around, Stuart Pearce turning up in... King's Curves to open a, a Vauxhall garage. I think that's just co- co- complete coincidence. And uh, well, I, I, we'll I put and that out that.
1: there yesterday, and it was treated to be on, to be fair on the forums. It was treated with the derision it deserved. Good. By Good. the way, so, well,
0: <laughs> so fair play to the guys. Well, on the, the fact forum. was, of course, you know when when someone like Stuart Pearce turns up in Torquay, talk, uh, no even if it's to, to have a quick half and go home again, uh, you know it's going to spark some sort of speculation, isn't it? Yeah, um, Robbie Fowler uh, Robbie was mentioned. Fowler, well, yeah. he keeps getting mentioned. He's been talked he? about yeah. over the last few years. It's mainly because I think a few years ago he, he speculated that he quite fancied investing some money in a lower division club and maybe starting his managerial career, managerial yeah. career lower down. Um, uh, uh, I certainly haven't, and had had any hints that that, that that he might be involved. He seems he seems to be sort of you know in the in the nicest possible way, sort of rent a quote on Liverpool's. Situation yeah, at he's, the moment, he's a, he's a serious businessman these
1: days, as well. well isn't that's he? right, yes. Um, Alex so Bruce got mentioned this week did he as well, really? oh, yeah. Right, right. And apparently, he's finished at Bury, has he? Um, and has played in the Premiership. I, again, it's putting two and two together. Isn't Is
2: that it? the kind of player who plays in the Premiership because his dad's the
1: manager? I wouldn't like to say that. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you I think, think, think a, I, I think, think he's a decent think. little player, or what okay. certainly
0: has been. Um, one name which has cropped up with me the last couple of days, which is slightly intriguing, is Kevin Davies. Um, uh, It may be because everybody's making the link with the fact that he's a co-commentator on BT Sports National League coverage. Um, He's retired now, a couple of years ago, finished at Preston, huge Premier League uh, CV behind him. Uh, I, I know he's been doing a... University degree in sports directorship or something like that uh, in Manchester. Um, they make
2: these titles up nowadays, don't they?
0: What well, university courses? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, and he's he, a popular and guy
1: in the game absolutely. as well, isn't he? And, and, he and he not, um, not to be messed with either, I guess. No, he's no. a serious contender here. You
0: know, well, uh, uh, and he's he's got his coaching badges. Yeah. He's, he's up to a. Uh, he's got his AA badge, um, uh, not the pro license, but then you know, so what. Um, So uh, he might, somebody like him might be um, a a, a candidate. So we'll see where that goes. I think the top and bottom of it is that Harrop, uh, uh, Osborne, and Hedges are determined to give themselves the best possible chance to get this right. Uh, There's there's no guarantee that you're going to. Nobody ever, uh, but uh, they they have to. They have to
1: make the best job they can of this because the situation, when we sat here doing the podcast last Thursday, the situation was dire, and we've dropped another six points since then. Yeah, quite. Um,
2: You can can understand, can't you, if they've kind of almost settled on a name, and let's say it's from one of those four that we've got on the back page this week, you know, Jeff's been around talking to people, and he comes back to his office and sits down and thinks, right, yeah, I think I'm, oh, what's this? Yeah. And... Someone like, for example, a Kevin Davis, yeah. has put in a late application or or, or some interest later on. You're going to go, Oh, well, hang on a minute, let's yeah. calm things yeah. down. The, the and least have, you have can, think about this, the least you
0: do in those circumstances is, 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 is knock it around with Clark Osborne and, yeah. and, and yeah. Dave Hedges and said, Hold on a minute, are we jumping in a, a bit quick here? Is this something we want to explore? Well, I think all three of us around the table would probably go, "Yes, you do want to explore yeah. it," and 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 that's entirely understandable. There is never going to be any guarantees in this business. Um, uh, you know that the, the, the uh, a cross between Alex Ferguson, Arsene Wenger, and Jose Mourinho could walk through the door, and it still you could, still couldn't you still couldn't guarantee that it would work. <laughs> I, I was thinking uh, um, this
2: morning when Leroy was appointed. that I think Ian Dowie was one of the, the other he three was, that was interviewed. Yeah. And, and okay, he didn't go on and light major fires, but he did go on and have a decent. Yeah, absolutely, for
0: while. Uh, and and it's uh, well. Of course, at that time, uh, Leroy tried for it once, didn't he? When, when uh, Roy McFarland was eventually yeah. given it, and Mike Bateson went with Roy McFarland, and then Leroy came in a, a year later. But uh, no, it's not an exact science. Uh, but I th- I think Jeff Harrop has been at pains to sort of point out that that no, I'll point it out. The club, there's a lot right about the club at the moment. You know, you've got a training ground which any club in in yeah. the the the, uh, the national league would give its eye IT teeth for, and it probably half probably of them in, in in yeah. le- in league two. You've got a stadium which ticks all the boxes. Uh, you've got a support potential there. Despite everything, there was still the best part of 1,800 I, I, at the Playmore yeah. last Saturday the to take. Extraordinary t- amount of people at Playmore for the Solihull Moors. That's right. 1,862. An extraordinary um, amount of people it? for an away game. The,
2: the well, yeah. the best following. part of 200 turned
0: yeah. up at, at Woking on Monday. It's still there. Uh, and, and, you know, three, nearly 3,000, was it 200, against Tranmere on yeah. the opening day of the season? Okay, they, so they brought you know, a, a few down. So everybody knows of that. The infrastructure at the club has been hugely improved. Uh, you've got a groundsman of the year uh, you know etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera and I'm not trying to say it's all singing or dancing of course it isn't but everything is in place at yeah. playing to have a much much better club a uh, much much better setup and yeah. and, and situation than we're in, in at the moment mm. now uh, um, you know uh, Kevin Nicholson uh, the former manager went out and rebuilt the team during the summer uh, they've been they've had injury problems almost from day one yeah uh, uh, and wh- wherever you want to point the finger of blame, the fact is that the team, which is the one thing missing at the moment, um, is in an absolutely horrendous run. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, six successive defeats since yeah. that opening day draw against Tranmere, 19 goals conceded in, in six yeah. matches, um, loads of injuries, and then you've got this limbo situation with the man- with, with the managership, uh, and, uh, you know, Without being too nasty about it, the players, well, why wouldn't they feel as if, you know, <laughs> they're yeah. in limbo as, as well? Everybody well, keeps saying, yeah, no, players are pros, they should just get on with it, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But they they came down, they signed for one manager. The club have made a very early decision, four games into the season. By the way, Guiseley have just sacked Adam Lockwood after yeah. seven as well. What an unbelievable job he did to keep them up last year. Um, so, uh, you know, it's it's a desperately difficult situation, and I think all of us who were at Playmore last Saturday to see them lose to Solihull Moors and the way they lost it, coming on the back of that defeat against Boreham Wood, which was bad enough, uh, and then those fans go up to Woking and 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 see them get get done over four four one. Um, you know, no, no wonder some fans are thinking of chucking themselves yeah. in the harbour at the yeah. moment. So uh, we'll all three do this. So, so we'll stand. We won't stand or fall by this.
1: But gun to your head, what do you think will happen on Monday morning? I my gut feeling yesterday um, was that Ronnie Moore will be the man pictured in Bristow's bench holding a Torquay United scarf on Monday morning. But I, I don't know what I based that on. I think that's probably just uh, just reading between I, the lines. I, and
0: I think he's favourite. Yeah, um, uh, uh, we'll see whether they go down that road uh, in the end. I don't think um, you could go wrong. wrong well, no. with one no. here we are. We're in. We're that's in this. An what do you do? Factor. Yeah. Do, do you do you as far as possible go to tried and trusted, been there, yeah. done it T-shirt, or do you strike out in a slightly new, with an element, a, 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 a risk element attached to it? I think the club at the moment is in a situation where it needs to. Unless somebody is absolutely screaming at you uh, as a fantastic candidate yes. who can also maybe bring red that, l- players, and, and, and players, players, and maybe some money. Who knows? Uh, you know, through connections and contacts. Uh, uh, I just think at the moment United are in a situation; they are already in a relegation scrap. Even though we've only seven games in, okay, there's lots and lots of time to turn it round. Of course, but, there is. But, However intelligent
2: um, and, and maybe um, knowledgeable a, a young, new, fresh manager can be, you really don't know, do you? No. But with someone like Ronnie Moore, you kind of know what you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, and that's experience and how and, you and tackle and it. Realism. Quite. And, yeah. yeah.
0: In other words, not assuming that the players can do stuff they no. can't. Uh, um, a, a, a sort of a <laughs> muck and nettles, down to earth attitude to the whole yeah. thing, which which you know is. Yeah, that's you, not you, is necessarily
2: a player, uh, sorry, a manager that you want to take you forward in the next couple, three or well, four years. I'm not saying no. I'm
0: a great yeah. I, I, I'm a great believer is sometimes that these managers and Ian Atkins is a classic example of it. Of, of they can sometimes get a reputation of being like purely firefighters, yeah. aren't they? They go into messes, they get it sorted out. They play percentage football, and everybody assumes that they're long-ball managers. But most of the time, they're long-ball managers because they keep inheriting absolute messes. Yeah. Ian Atkins, who was the ultimate firefighting manager, was he not? Um, he's now, by the way, scouting for, uh, um, in the Premier League. He was at Everton. He's with, with Aston Villa now. Um, uh, and a trusted scout as well yeah. at that level. Um, uh, when he w- he was manager of Northampton for four years before mm. before he came to Torquay, you talk to the people at Northampton and say by season third, three or four, Northampton were playing football that was unrecognisable from yeah. the stuff that they played before because they left Atkins in charge and let him do it. Uh, uh, and sometimes managers get get a reputation for this, whether it's because they're slightly, you know, sparky characters and they end up falling out with people and out and and, and they move on. But sometimes. These these managers, you leave them in charge for long enough, yeah, and they'll get a the player out and a player in, and gradually the quality changes. Look at Paul Buckle when he was at, he was at Torquay. We all look back, you know, with happy memories of that first year team with Sills and Hargreaves and Zabrowski and Lee Phillips steaming into people. Yeah. There was an awful lot of football played in that team. It was hard, fast, aggressive, powerful conference football. That's how Buckle started it, and then gradually. Nicky Rowe came in. Danny Stevens started getting yeah. in the team. Yeah. Um, Wayne <coughs> Carlisle came in, and gradually they played a bit more football. And when they won promotion the second year, there was a bit more football yeah. about the team, and it gradually changed. So I don't think you have to commit yourself to one kind of philosophy or direction, you know, and assume it's always going to be like that. Mm. I think these things, you know, could and should develop. Yeah.
2: yeah. So going back to your question. I think one I think. Yeah. I think. I mean, I'm intrigued by the outside prospect of a premiers- ex Premiership player, and what they would do. But I just don't maybe think it's the right time for that to happen.
0: No. I mean, you know, you, it, one man can be different from another, yeah. can't they? But you look at an example of someone like Chris Sutton. Very erudite, knows what he's doing, long experience at top level. you would uh, got his coaching qualifications. You'd think he would have as good a chance <laughs> of anybody. Went into Lincoln City. Probably. Everybody thought. Yeah, that that makes a bit of sense uh, that they could take off now. How long did that last? Six months, something Not, like that. It didn't end well, well did it? No, no, exactly. So, and and it's pure. And it's, sometimes it's purely. I, am sorry to rabbit rabbit on a bit here, but I remember when Bruce Rioch came to Torquay. Yeah, I know we're back in the days back in the when the Tardis. Right, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Bruce Riott came up, captain of World Cup in uh, Scotland in the World yep. Cup eighteen months before. Yeah, um, top top player from the, from the, the old first division league championships. You know, yeah. Scottish caps coming out of his ears, and he came to Torquay, and one of the things that he found it very very hard to handle was that the players on the pitch physically couldn't do what he wanted and expected them to be able to do, and mentally as well, they weren't as strong. As the players he'd been used to working with at the top level, exactly. And if you chat to him now, he'll say, "I learnt more about management in my two two and a half years at Torquay than in the whole of the rest of his career." And he went on, did great things at Arsenal and Bolton, you know, et cetera, et cetera, because it taught him to look at players and see what they can actually do, what rather than what you want or expect them to do. Uh, and I think sometimes from people coming down from higher level, you know, they're on the training ground, right, we're going to do this routine today, lads, you know, boom, 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 boom. Oh, God, it breaks down. They can't, they can't do it. And then you start getting angry because people aren't quite as committed. They're not quite as, you know, on it as some of the, uh, as the players that they've been used to working at. Yeah. And I think some managers, young managers especially, coming down from those higher levels can sometimes find that hard to handle. It'll Ronnie, be interesting. The Ronnie Moores yeah. of this world yeah. don't find it hard right. to handle. They've
2: done that before.
0: Yeah, those
1: first few training sessions next week are going to be interesting, aren't they? Whoever well, whoever gets it, because you used the phrase just now well, about managers coming into <laughs> yeah about managers coming into teams that are a mess, and you have to look at Torquay
0: and say this is a mess, isn't it at the moment? Yeah, I, I those think two games some... last weekend yeah. were desperately bad. That's right. I they? think I think there are some players at Torquay. Undoubtedly, there are. And there are one or two of them that I feel a bit sorry for at the moment. Not that you know, that that, that's our job too. Uh, And they certainly the ones I'm thinking of wouldn't thank me for doing it. But I think there's one or two players in there, uh, uh, more than one or two, who are talented, uh, committed. But I think the team has been chopping and changing for whatever reasons, almost from day one. Uh, and nobody's had a chance to get any understanding nailed no. down, any shape to the thing, any pattern to the play. And it's like United go out every single game, and they're almost making it up as they go mm. along. Yeah. I watched Luke Young at, at Woking on 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 Monday. This is you know one of our best players, hugely motivated, hundred, heart in the right hundred place. Hundred games for Torquay, by the way. He, uh, yeah. played his hundredth game against Solihull. Uh, he spent the all afternoon at Woking trying to turn the thing around. Almost trying too hard, he was trying to pick out twenty-five, thirty-yard balls, you know, in one to get people away, rather than, you know. And I didn't blame him for doing it, uh, and I'd rather see him out there trying to do. It. And the ball yeah. was being cut out, and we were giving possession away, etc. But that's what happens in these situations if you don't have enough people trying in that way, yeah. um, you know. And I, I think one or two of the players have been feeling a little bit sorry for themselves, uh, uh, both Kevin Nicholson and. Robbie Herrera referred to that yeah. uh, um, already, uh, but you know th- there are there are some players in there. I-, I think, as we mentioned in the Herald Express this week, there is a huge pace issue in the team at the moment. Um, there is yeah. no pace in the team whatsoever. The two fullbacks so far, Ryan Higgins and Sam Cheney, are reasonably sharp. Yeah. Um, but you look round the rest of the team. There's no pace at all in the team, right. and I think a new manager would have to come in and and, and, yeah. and it means when you've got no pace that there's no simple ball, if you know what I mean, from defence into attack. So you have to build everything there's, up. There's no out ball, you're
1: right. There, there isn't a sort of player that's that right. you can play that uh,
0: you, you have to build everything up, not, uh, which puts even more mm. pressure on your passing and your accuracy. This is in a team that's losing every week. Your confidence isn't mm. up anyway. So, uh, um, you know, you... you United fans will remember, will they not? When Ian Atkins came in um, after Leroy senior and kept us up that, that, that season, he immediately, Lee Thorpe, centre-forward, Joker for, Tony Beto up front. The ball yeah. went from back to front pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thorpe started winning it in the air, and we were going from one penalty to yeah. the hour. There weren't too many passes in between, no. No, um, right. uh, but we haven't got that option at the moment. Interesting, isn't it? But um, I mean, the one or two good things to
1: take from the weekend's games. I mean, James Gray's goal at Woking. You were lost for words there for a moment. By the way, I was listening to you on the radio. It was, it was one of those that. moments was, where, if, if
0: that had been hit in the Premier League, they'd be playing it on the highlight show for for, for, for months. Absolute screaming yeah. screamer of a volley, and surely it's time for James Gray to start. Uh, um, I think um, so. He, yeah. he, We've he,
2: discussed this, haven't we? We have. And and I said to you before that goal, he's the kind of player who can do that. And if you're not if you're not getting goals any any other way, yeah, yeah, you need I, th- them, I think right? you know he's
0: he's had an interesting career, uh, a, a nearly kind of you know, it's never quite taken off, no. But uh, all the vibes I'm getting from the training ground, he's the best finisher in the club. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he does look up for it when he comes on, as well, doesn't he? He, he, he does exactly. look up for the game. So I think you know he, he may well be an option to start on Saturday. Um, and
1: Keating continues to play well. I, I think. He, I mean, I know he's, he's ploughing a bit of a lone furrow.
0: Up I there think. I moment, think if you ask Rory uh, himself, he'd say, "No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not actually playing that well." Uh, and he's starting to worry about things because yeah. it ain't happening and the ball isn't quite coming and etc. But the one thing you can't take away from him is that he keeps putting it in. He does, uh, uh, and and he will keep putting it in. That that's his strength. Yeah. Uh, he won't suddenly go, "Oh dear, I'm feeling a bit sorry for myself. I'm not making that run." Uh, it, he'll keep going in there, and uh, if if he doesn't, we'll have a word with him. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sure it won't happen because it, that's the way he's made. Uh, so I think Young Ryan Higgins at right back. Yeah, uh, um, you know right. it's a difficult situation. He's just come into the club. He's only 23, I think he is. Um, uh, Throw-ins are extraordinary. Well, Throw-ins to the far post. Well, he threw one in from Woking. Yeah. Uh, normally you would expect him to hit the near post, maybe the centre spot. Yeah. Uh, he, he threw one beyond the far post. Um, I, th- I think he, by the way hasn't he done well he he, he picked pick, picked up a hell of a kick at Guysley three games ago me, yeah. uh, a dead leg ran that one off played last week against Solihull he got a hell of a he, he went down again and I thought well that's the end of him at Woking got up and finished that match as well so chapeau to him uh, I think another one I'm thinking of is Sean McGinty Sean McGuinty hasn't had the greatest of games recently he, he's looked but he's played with three different centre back partners With Sam Chaney, bless him as a converted left back next to him, um, uh, you know, in a team that's not playing well, full stop. He's very committed. I'm still convinced as a Football League player in there, at uh, at least. Um, But at times like this, decent players can end up looking, you know, (laughs) bad. Uh, almost by, by, by the situation and in those situations they just have to batten the hatches down yeah. grip their teeth, carry on get stuck in uh, and suddenly that outstretched boot to, to to get a tackle in throwing yourself at the header getting across a defender suddenly comes off, the mm-hmm. ball goes Quick, in and it? things start to turn turn around yes. Now looking
1: ahead to the weekend's game talking here at home to Chester on uh, Saturday, 3 o'clock kick-off at Playmore uh, the injury list is massive isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean there are eight players. Well we reckon that we, we are totting up at eight starting yeah. obviously with Ryan Clark so Ryan in goal. Clark
1: Definitely will not play no, the back injury. The, the, the ones
0: definitely out. Ryan got Josh Gowling. He will be out. back for another week. Jake Gosling. Oh, a now. new one. Yeah. Uh, um, picked up a foot injury at Woking. I'm given to understand that will be 2 to 3 weeks. Okay. Jan Klukowski. Uh, um, he may be OK He's had a bit of a foot issue uh, yeah. Over the last um, uh, week or two
1: Liam Davis no, not remains yet. Uh, um, um, Nobody's seen him play yet No,
0: uh, we're looking at two to three weeks still For him I think um, Tendonitis in his left foot yeah. Sam Cheney uh, Picked up a groin st- injury I, I, He's another one I feel for a little bit I think he's he's, he's manned up and done a reasonably yeah. good job At left back But he's picked up a groin injury That shouldn't be too long Damon Lathrop, uh, similar, uh, might be. He also had to come off against Solihull. Yeah. Um, it's not the groin injury that he that needed surgery last year. It's it's a it's a bit higher up than that. Uh, may be okay for this weekend. If not, all right, following weekend. And of course, Jordan Lee and Jordan Lee and still, still, up, still not, up at Bournemouth. Not, not with us. Still yeah. at Bournemouth. I haven't heard that he's coming back in the next few days that's the sort of thing though that could suddenly yeah uh, oh yeah tests have cleared you're all all right and all of a sudden he turns up again so so that could happen quite quickly and of course, of course, up and down the country, it's transfer deadline day, and there are reporters
1: in training grounds and car parks on Sky even now. I expect, but uh, Torquay have picked up three players this morning.
0: Yes, um, which is good. Yeah, and and uh, again, you know, well done to the club for acting in this. I mean, let's face it; they had to do something because technically they were struggling to get a team. Couldn't out get a team. Sunday, out, yeah. So it wasn't a question of, of, of particularly, you know, that it was something they had to do. So we've got a midfielder called George Dowling from Yeah, British, uh, eight, only 18 teenager. years old but he's played yeah. a couple of, made a couple of first team appearances had a spell out at Western Supermare where apparently did pretty well last year they think well of him um, yeah. midfield player, might well make his debut on Saturday OK um, A left back called Chinua Cole Chinua Cole, yes um, He was Forest East, Green No, Eastleigh last Eastleigh. year um, uh, but started off at Barnet um, uh, then went non-league with Staines Town, where I understand he's been training recently um, that's come through a Robbie Herrera contact. Yeah. Uh, left back, 22 years old. I think there's every chance that he might play, make his debut on Saturday. And the third signing, we, who strangely won't be joining us until Monday for reasons that I, I couldn't quite
1: fathom. Quite. But he's come from Norwich City. Yeah. Central in his a great there. player, obviously. <laughs> oh, yes, from from the greatest club <laughs> in the world. Uh, called Michi Afeti. Yeah. Uh, apologies to him if I've
0: pronounced any of that wrong. Okay. But I'm sure we'll get to okay. know him pretty well. Go Does on, Michi. a
2: shot for a link.
0: Well, uh, a good point there. Um, guess who was the Norwich City Academy manager until 10 days ago? It was Richard Money. Um, now, whether he has played a part in this or not, I don't know. But some mm. supporters, understandably, have been quite quick to make yeah. that connection. I mean, um, of course He's, there he, is, there he's is. coming in on Monday, by the way. He's a right back or centre back. There, Sorry, was, always
2: the, there was always the case that, that you know they could have asked him for... You know whether he's got the job or not, they could still have to bail.
0: Absolutely, um, uh, but it's all grist to the mill, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so. Affete uh, will be coming in yeah. on Monday. He spent most of last season out on loan in the Icelandic First Division, yes. which anybody who's seen <laughs> Iceland play in the last few years probably, probably isn't the yeah. worst in the world. Decent place, um, lovely place. They think be, quite right? highly of him there. Uh, he's played both there under 20. He's 20 years old, I think, and he's joining on loan till January. That's a bit 10, longer. Yes, Dowling 10. I think is a one month yeah. loan and Chinoa Cole is a non-contract at the moment since he's a free agent. I was
2: already having trouble with with Gowling and Govling, and now I've got a dowling in the middle. It's, us, all, it's yeah.
1: going to be terrible on Saturday. <laughs> at least they all look different. Now, we've had a little game here of putting together a team for Saturday, and we reckon there's only one position where there's even a choice, don't we?
0: Well, if you look through uh, let's assume sure. that all Assuming the players players with injured, injured players are, are injured, and I'm not convinced that all of them will be out, but let's. If let's they assume are, so Dan Lavercombe, well. Ryan Higgins.
1: Miles Anderson. Mal- and I, think, I think
0: Miles Anderson will have to switch to centre back if yep. if Kukowski isn't fit. Yep. Uh, then Anderson, I think, will have to switch back to that position that he occupied towards the end of last season. Which means that Chinua
1: Cole will come would, in at left would back.
0: Would come in at he left back. Certainly, right. Sam Cheney won't be fit. Then in
1: the midfield, you've got Jamie Reid and Howarth on the on yeah the Andy Howarth uh,
0: who hasn't started a match yet for United. He's a non-contract player, obviously. Um, you look around who can play on the wings and. Jamie Reid and Andy, Andy Hayworth yeah. are the two players that, that can play on the wings. Luke um, Young
1: for his uh, 102nd talker United appearance. Yeah. Uh, and uh, George Dowling. Probably. Will probably in come into that midfield, won't he? Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, Funny enough, James Gray played in midfield at Woking. And you didn't think he did too, uh, and too didn't, bad, did And did, uh, did an OK yeah. job in yeah. there. Um, but uh, I, I think, you know, if... if uh, if we're picking the team, thank goodness we're not. Yeah, um, exactly, uh, yes. we quite fancy Gray up front, don't we? Um, but there are four strikers to choose well, two from, aren't there? Robbie Herrera is luxury up front. Luxury. He? he has um, Keating. Uh, he has
1: Gray. He has Pittman, and he has Fallon. Yeah, to perm any two, two, of two of from four.
0: Probably. Interestingly,
2: all four of which started against Woking. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Oh, well done, yeah. Rich. Yes, well oh, spotted. Yeah, yeah. In, in a rather yeah. strange formation because Keating and Pittman played wide roles mm. yeah. with with Fallon. Um, uh, uh, Effectively on his own up front. I think the idea was that yeah. Gosling, um, uh, Stroke Young would get up to support him uh, um, whenever they could. That didn't really work uh, um, for one reason or another. So you've um, got
2: four strikers on the pitch, and you're playing one as a striker.
0: Well, it's. It, I think you know uh, Robbie was trying. Robbie Herrera was trying to uh, come up with a formation where yes. at least keep United in the game for a while, yes. provide a few options on the counter attack. Um, and they listening uh, to your well, uh, radio radio commentary yeah.
1: uh, on uh, Monday.
0: First twenty twenty five minutes, exactly. they were very much in the game. H- working hard, it got around half. And but then United's problem, as, as has happened several times already this season, is that when they're on top, they don't put no. the ball in the back of the net. And and uh, against Solihull in that first half, I mean Solihull did not have a single shot of any description. Or worth describing it anyway, in the first half. Dan Lavigam came down on loan to yeah. make his second sort of debut for the club um, uh, and had very precious little to do in the first half. Um, we've, yeah. we've forgotten, of course, Yeah. Sully so the second goal yeah. Yeah. in that <laughs> in one. Shall we, we?
1: let da, 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 Dan off that, shall we? Scored,
0: scored by the goalkeeper. Boy, let's, goalkeeper. Let's, let's first time I've seen a goalkeeper score. And first. me yeah. too, But anyway, but United during that first half, did not score. No. Uh, uh, and uh, as any manager will say, you got to score when you're on
2: top. top. It's one of those games when you're sitting there thinking, but well, it's got to come in a minute, surely. Yep. And it just yep. didn't.
0: No, it didn't at Guiseley. When they were camped in the Guiseley half for half an hour and couldn't put the third goal away, they would have won that match, I'm sure, if they had done. Yeah. We've all seen spells this season at home, where they, uh, and in other games, where you just think, for goodness sake, somebody get on the mm. end of something and uh, uh, and but.
1: I, I would like there to see go. Keating and Gray start up front. I you think. fancy that combination? Yeah, I I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, combination.
2: I know Pittman scored a lovely turn and shot goal he the other day. But he
0: scored a couple.
2: But just I just want to see Gray given a chance. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I it's anything that. against
0: Pittman. I think Pittman, by the way, um, you know, uh, he's not looked as sharp as he did at times in pre-season. I, I do get the impression he might have been carrying a little bit of an injury. Um, and often, at times like this, uh, uh, pl- the players, you know, who, who decent players will put their hand up and get out there, even though they're not 100% fit. And sometimes yeah. it doesn't do them that many favours. But um, I remember years and years ago, we had a right back called Barry Lynch which is back in the 70s, I think, uh, Malcolm Musgrove was managing. Yeah. And he was carrying an injury, and I, w- w- all, we all knew that he was, but he was a right-back, gutsy right-back, got out there, and I made a massive excuse for him in the paper on the Monday, said, you know, people shouldn't... Be. He, he got some stick from yeah. the pop side, and I was... etc., etc. <laughs> I walked in on the Monday and Tuesday morning, and <laughs> Barry Lynch walked over, grabbed hold of me, and held me up against the, <laughs> the, dressing, the dressing room wall. And he said, never, ever make excuses for me again. He said, if I'm out there... There, I'm fit, yeah. and uh, I never. Did he for- not use any expletives? No, no. <laughs> I never forgot. I never forgot that that was a good pro. Yeah. Reacting in, 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 you know, didn't want anybody to make any excuses uh-huh. for him. Um, but uh, so there you go
2: there's this great feature in the future the players I've fallen out with by David yeah. Thomas I think that's well oh, that's a there, podcast on its own there
0: aren't, there aren't, there aren't many and, 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 and usually you said quickly yeah, <laughs> and, and usually it, it was quick blow ups and yeah. then and then blow yeah. over which is uh, which is always the best way I, I, I've never bothered about that sort of thing I've never the number of times I've gone into dressing rooms on the Monday morning and said morning everyone to be greeted by scowls from (laughs) from 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 defenders who are still fed up because they they managed to concede you know a couple of goals on the previous Saturday and uh, and uh, you know for goodness sake, Dave, clear off. Yeah. <laughs> Words to that effect. Yeah.
1: Well, for that reason, if none other, we won't mention the second uh, Solihull Moors goal anymore on, on this uh, podcast. The first was
0: bad enough. Oh, so. that's well, true. There yeah. we go. Uh, not down to that. Sure.
1: So there you have it. That's uh, This has been the Devon Live Herald Express Yellow Army Talker United podcast this week. A week where the club is in uh, in transition once again. Uh, come up and say hello at the Chester game on Saturday. We always uh, enjoy getting your opinions on the podcast, and if you have any questions for us,
0: ask them. We'll try and answer. them. Quick
2: question for David before we go: Are we definitely expecting this time next week to be talking about a new manager?
0: Well, if if we aren't, uh, that will be three weeks since Kevin Nicholson was sacked, and I think by any stretch of the imagination, that's, that's
2: become too long.
0: That's be- yeah. that, that would yeah. have become too long. We'll see you then.
1: Come on, you yellows.